ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Hey, man. If I can do it, you can do it too. And how can I help you do this? Don't settle. Ever. Don't settle. Just go full send. His battle, our fight. And it's, you know, a goal, an achievable goal, and maybe even a high, high, high-level goal you may never hit. Well, it's, it's a wonderful way for us to make each other stronger. I, I feel like that my strength comes from him, and so I try to give all my stuff, you know, to him. You know, take down those barriers um, and those false beliefs that they can do it. Put yourself in uncomfortable positions because it's going to happen. And the sooner you can get comfortable being uncomfortable, the better you're going to be. In this moment, you can decide to take hold, move forward and go head on, up, over and through. It's do or do not. Through these stories and perspectives, we hope to give insight to the challenges we all face every day. Paying it forward through learned experience. Because quitting is too hard. For those who refuse to give up and continue to find a way, this is your fuel. Brought to you by Western Contours Podcast and our partners. Western Fly Covers. Ultralight protection for your gear. Stay on your game. Backcountry Archery. The passion and intent of ethical hunting led to the pursuit of building the most lethal bow setups while increasing accuracy. The Crazy Elk Company. Simple solutions in gear, giving back to the passion that has given so much. Gonzalez here, the true leader of the Venezuelan Mafia. want to thank Guy from Western Contours Podcast uh, for the opportunity to share with you guys my thoughts on mindset, perseverance, the power of the human, self-experiences you know, self I've had, and how do, I, how do I do it, and how do I apply it. And um, I think it's a, a super interesting topic and key for most of us elk hunters. But as we all know, in hunting, there are a lot of things that apply to real life. So I think they two, uh, the two of them go hand in hand. And um, 
mainly what I'm going to be talking about is, is my personal experience. And look, um, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm very human. And uh, I there's a lot of things that I work on on a daily basis. Um, we all try to improve and try to become better at what we do. Um, so mindset to me and perseverance and and uh, all of that uh, stuff, it, it really is something that is constantly evolving within us. And, um, but I like breaking things down. And when we're talking about um, mindset and perseverance, I think I like breaking it down into two main buckets. Okay. So my first bucket really is um, beginning with the end in sight. So what is that, that I want to achieve in, you know, understanding, okay, that's where I want to get to and having that vision very clear in your head. Once you do that, then you can start actually understanding the building blocks that are going to construct that vision. And so you start breaking it down into, okay, what are the steps? What are the blocks that I need to start putting in order one on top of the other in order for me to achieve that? And so it's actually like setting goals. It's setting a long-term goal and setting short-term goals that are going to build up to that long-term goal. Having that clear structure in your head usually um, helps with, and it sounds redundant, but having clarity as to what path you, you need to take and what things you need to do in order to get to where you want to get. Uh, but I say this, and this is like, to me, the long-term bucket, the vision in your head, the building blocks and your long-term goals. Um, when you have your short-term goals, you need to sometimes just get after it, okay? Because what happens is if we get hung up too much on the planning, on the things that we need in order to get to where we want to go, um, we start kind of chasing our own tails and never really get started. Sometimes, even though it's not super clear in your head, especially the short-term goals, just get started. Just, you know, stumble upon things and just get going. And, and, and if you wait too much until every condition is perfect to pull the trigger, um, you may not ever get started or, you know, may be afraid of getting started. So short term wise, just think about just get started. OK, um, that's the way I kind of like to break things down. Um when you have that vision, going back to the initial portion of it, you have that golden vision on what you want to achieve, how you want to get there. Say an example, like when I started elk hunting, it's like my vision was, look, I want to harvest an elk. Okay. I want to be able to harvest an elk in public land with my bow. Okay. And uh, that was the end in sight. Okay. That's where I wanted to get to. Well, you have to cook that in your head. You have to talk about it to yourself and, and, you know, visualize yourself and actually getting it done. Think about, you know, the moment when that actually happens, you know, the feelings that you're getting at that point, you know, what would it mean to you? Uh, what kind of accomplishment and achievement would it mean to you? And not only that, just talk to 
talk about it with with the people that uh, is around you and and tell them about your dream and your desire and how you know how you want to get there and why you want to do it and so the more you you cook those ideas in your head it's funny but they're kind of start organizing themselves in your brain and they you start your brain kind of starts accommodating you know how things are going to happen to get you there and you know a lot of people say well the universe likes to com- conspire uh, with you to get you what you want. So, but you gotta, you gotta cook it. You gotta, you gotta keep thinking about it. You gotta keep talking about it. And I, I found that that personally really helps a lot. Um, I think that one of the most important things that helps with perseverance. Now that we're talking perseverance. In my mind, there are two things, you know, first of all, passion um, is is super important and you have to have a passion for that goal that you're setting yourself um, at long term and then breaking down into the smaller goals. But if you're passionate about it, it will lit like this fire uh, inside of you that, you know, even through the toughest moments, the moments you think it's like, man, I'm too tired. I can't do this anymore. This is not working. You know, that passion keeps on like, what if, you know, what if you keep pushing? What if you keep going after it? Um, so passion is key. And, and, and sometimes finding what your passion is, is hard. I mean, we, we can't, you know, a lot of people go through their lives and they can't figure out what their passion is. And, and that's when, you know, if you don't have the passion for something, passion makes it easier. If you don't have the passion for something, what's, what's going to happen is that you're going to need if, and, and you got goals that you got to meet. Okay. You're going to then need discipline. Okay. So now if you have passion and discipline, I mean, you're, you're rocking. Okay. But if you don't have the passion, you're going to need a discipline in order to achieve those goals that you're setting out for yourself. Now, here's a, something that I use to help me go through the journey as the journey gets really hard. Okay. And Say you're kind of halfway there and you're tired or you don't think things are going to be able to happen or it's too difficult or you name it. Okay. That's when I try to tap into the fear of regret. Okay. And I'll give you a, a simple example. I've always often said it on the podcast that getting up in the morning is the hardest thing for me to do. Okay. We had a long day the day before, um, maybe packing out animals the day before, um, then coming to camp and cooking and getting everything ready for the next day. You're going to bed midnight, probably one o'clock in the morning to get back up at four o'clock in the morning again, sore, tired, cold, um, And just that process of waking up and getting out of the tent, getting all dressed up and getting ready to go back out and start walking again. Just that it just so uphill for me. It's so difficult. Right. So that's when I 
reach out to my fear of regret. And it's like, I've been waiting for this hunt for 355 days. <laughs> and uh, now that I am out here, I want to give it all. I want to maximize my opportunities. If I don't get out of this tent right now, of this sleeping bag, I will not have opportunities for sure. So how am I going to feel if I decide to stay in and I don't go out hunting today? I mean, am I going to feel regret for not giving it all for just those 10, 7 hunting days that I have in the year? And the answer is always every time, yes, I will feel regret for not giving it all. So that gets me up, you know, that I'm just, okay, I got to get up. I, I can't, I cannot go back home and for some instance, not harvest an animal and then feel like, I wonder what would have happened if I would have gotten up that day and got out hunting. So the fear of regret is usually a good tool um, in my toolbox that I apply to actually uh, get myself to continue to grind and continue my journey. Um, in my personal experience with elk hunting in particular, um, I... I like I said initially I wanted to harvest an elk in public land with my boat to me that was like the ultimate goal and then I went out the first year and it will I, I wasn't able to harvest my elk that first year and it was heartbreaking and so I realized the first year the many aspects of my uh, learning hunting um, that I needed to improve and so many things that I lacked. So it was like, okay, well, I know that physically I was challenged. I know that uh, mentally I was challenged. I know that I needed to practice, you know, more with my bow, understand my distances better. So it was a whole list of things that I realized like, man, I need to get better at all of this, bef you know, if, if I want to increase my chances next year. And then the following year I went ahead and tried again and was not able to harvest an animal the second year. And I said, okay, well, what have I improved upon and what do I need to continue to improve upon? What are the things that additional failure points that I identify this year are things that I need to learn? And at that point, I was like, well, man, I need to learn how to call an elk. I need to learn how to use the diaphragm, you know, and, and I need to learn, you know, get more comfortable with my equipment. I need to, you know, get lighter with my equipment out on the mountains, but I still need to get in shape because I'm not in the shape that I need to be in order to, you know, be with Joe and the guys and the elk bros on the mountains. So, and it's like every year it, it, it turned into a process of identifying what are the things that I needed to do better and how I needed to improve. So 
I had the goal in mind, but every year I realized new building blocks and, and had to start setting shorter term goals in order for me to, you know, continue to build upon that one goal that I wanted to achieve. Um, and look, if I would have harvested an elk and, and great for, for the people that that happens to, if I would have harvested an elk the very first year that I went out there, I would have been like, Hey man, this wasn't too bad. You know, this was all good. I did it right off the bat. This, you know, maybe it, it wouldn't have woken up the passion that I have for it now, because now I understand the difficulties and, and the hardship of actually being able to do that. So it was interesting to see that maybe if I would have gotten it right off the bat, it just, I wouldn't appreciate it as much as I do now after it took me actually four years to harvest my first elk um, and understanding everything it took. And it's, it's funny because I've heard people say this before and I actually believe it to be true. You know, it's like, I believe nature and the mountain, um, they want you to um, earn it. Okay, so uh, you have to prepare for it. And I think the moment that, you know, you put all the effort and all the preparation and uh, it just it just opens up for you at that moment is like, well, that's the way I feel it. It's like, well, this guy has really put in the work. This guy has really, you know, been passionate about it. He's he's. You know, he's working hard at it. He deserves it now. So now is his time to have it. And and that's the way I felt it was with me is like I needed to demonstrate to the mountain and to nature and to God that um, I I was I worked hard for it and, and I deserved it. And when I harvested my first animal, it was it was that it was appreciation. It was um, I felt very humble, very moved uh, very emotional and appreciative of, of the moment and, and thankful for, for the memories and for the meat and for the animal. And, and, and just, I took it all in and it was overwhelming. Um, so I, I feel, I feel that way. And, um, it, it, all these good things, the way I see it is that, um, the universe conspires to get you what you want as long as you deserve it and work for it and are disciplined about it, have the passion for it, um, put in the grind every day, day in and day out. Things are not easy in life. and uh, But I think that when the universe realizes that your intentions are good and true, um, all these things, all these doors start opening and, and things start accelerating in a positive way in your life. So that's kind of how my experience has been, um, at least in life and uh, especially with elk hunting that has also touched my personal life and uh, I believe it's made me a better human being. It's made me get in shape. Uh, it's made me, um, you know, look at life differently, uh, build incredible memories. And uh, uh, yeah, in general, I, it's helped me become a better person. So um, so glad to share all of this with you guys. In a nutshell, just 
set your goals. Uh, you know, imagine them out there, how you want it. What is it that you want to get to? Begin with the end in sight. Understand what building blocks you need to get there. Um, start establishing short-term goals. And sometimes with the short-term goals, just make sure you just start start at some point. Don't be a perfectionist about it like I am sometimes. Just simply just go ahead and get started and stumble along the way, but at least you're moving forward and uh, in the direction of the goals that you have set. Um, remember to cook that vision in your head, you know, share it with people. Uh, the more you talk about it, the more you think about it, the clearer it looks in your mind and, uh, and find your passion Use your passion to help you get to your goal. And when you're struggling, think of, you know, regrets and, and fear those regrets because that will just give you an alternative of, okay, this is what would happen if you don't do this. Okay. And then, you know, continue on that journey. Take as much in as you possibly can. Become a better person. Good intentions lead to great things. And the universe is always trying to conspire um, for you. And, uh, and as long as you, you know, really put in all the effort and, uh, and, and try to prepare for things in a way that uh, the universe will continue to open doors for you. So thank you again, Guy. Appreciate the opportunity to, to share my thoughts on, on mindset performance and self-experience and how to apply all of this and put all of this together. Um, it's an honor. And uh, I really hope that um, some of this experiences and sharings helps all the other hunters out there and everybody out there. Um, uh, going forward. So have a blessed 2021 and uh, hopefully things are going to get better this year. And uh, I hope 2021 is an incredible year for elk hunting for all the uh, good hunters out there. Luis Gonzalez, true leader of the Venezuela Mafia, out. Luis Gonzalez here, the true leader of the Venezuelan Mafia. want to thank Guy from Western Contours Podcast uh, for the opportunity to share with you guys my thoughts on mindset, perseverance, the power of the human, self-experiences you know, self I've had, and how do, I, how do I do it, and how do I apply it, and... Um, I think it's a, a super interesting topic and key for most of us elk hunters. But as we all know, in hunting, there are a lot of things that apply to real life. So I think they two, uh, the two of them go hand in hand. And um, I, mainly what I'm going to be talking about is, is my personal experience. And look, um, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm very human. And uh, I... There's a lot of things that I work on on a daily basis. Um, we all try to improve and try to become better at what we do. Um, so mindset to me and perseverance and, and uh, all of that uh, stuff, it, it really is something that is constantly evolving within us. And um, But I like breaking things down. And when we're talking about um, mindset and perseverance. I think I like 
breaking it down into two main buckets. Okay, so my first bucket really is um, beginning with the end in sight. So what is that that I want to achieve in, you know, understanding, okay, that's where I want to get to. And having that vision very clear in your head. Once you do that, then you can start actually understanding the building blocks that are going to construct that vision. And so you start breaking it down into, okay, what are the steps? What are the blocks that I need to start putting in order one on top of the other in order for me to achieve that? And so it's actually like setting goals. It's setting a long-term goal and setting short-term goals that are going to build up to that long-term goal. Having that clear structure in your head usually um, helps with, and it sounds redundant, but having clarity as to what path you, you need to take and what things you need to do in order to get to where you want to get. Uh, but I say this, and this is like, to me, the long-term bucket, the vision in your head, the building blocks, and your long-term goals. Um when you have your short-term goals, you need to sometimes just get after it, okay? Because what happens is if we get hung up too much on the planning, on the things that we need in order to get to where we want to go, um, we start kind of chasing our own tails and never really get started. Sometimes, even though it's not super clear in your head, especially the short-term goals, just get started. Just you know, stumble upon things and just get going. And, and, and if you wait too much until every condition is perfect to pull the trigger, um, you may not ever get started or, you know, may be afraid of getting started. So short term wise, just think about just get started. Okay. Um, that's the way I kind of like to break things down. Um, when you have that vision, going back to the initial portion of it, if you have that golden vision on what you want to achieve, how you want to get there. Say an example, like when I started elk hunting, it's like my vision was, look, I want to harvest an elk. Okay. I want to be able to harvest an elk in public land with my bow. Okay. And uh, that was the end in sight. Okay. That's where I wanted to get to. Well, you have to cook that in your head. You have to talk about it to yourself and, and, you know, visualize yourself and actually getting it done. Think about, you know, the moment when that actually happens, you know, the feelings that you're getting at that point, you know, what would it mean to you? Uh, what kind of accomplishment and achievement would it mean to you? And not only that, just talk to Talk about it with with the people that uh, is around you, and and tell them about your dream and your desire, and how you know how you want to get there, and why you want to do it. And so, the more you you cook those ideas in your head, it's funny, but they're kind of start organizing themselves in your brain, and they you start your brain kind of starts accommodating, you know, how things are going to happen to get you there. And you know, a lot of people say, well. The universe likes to com conspire uh, with you to get you what you want. So, but you gotta, you gotta cook it. You gotta, you gotta keep thinking about it. You gotta keep talking about it. And I, I found that that personally really helps a lot. Um, 
I think that one of the most important things that helps with perseverance, now that we're talking perseverance, eh, in my mind, there are two things. You know, first of all, passion um, is, is super important. And you have to have a passion for that goal that you're setting yourself um, at long term and then breaking down into the smaller goals. But if you're passionate about it, it will lit, light this fire uh, inside of you that, you know, even through the toughest moments, the moments you think it's like, man, I'm too tired. I can't do this anymore. This is not working. You know, that passion keeps on like, what if, you know, what if you keep pushing? What if you keep going after it? Um, so passion is key. And, and, and sometimes finding what your passion is, is hard. I mean, we, we can't, you know, a lot of people go through their lives and they can't figure out what their passion is. And, and that's when, you know, if you don't have the passion for something, passion makes it easier. If you don't have the passion for something, what's, what's going to happen is that you're going to need if, and, and you got goals that you got to meet. Okay. You're going to then need discipline. Okay. So now if you have passion and discipline, whew, I mean, you're, you're rocking. Okay. But if you don't have the passion, you're going to need a discipline in order to achieve those goals that you're setting out for yourself. Now, here's a, a something that I use to help me go through the journey as the journey gets really hard. Okay. And Say you're kind of halfway there and you're tired or you don't think things are going to be able to happen or it's too difficult or you name it. Okay. That's when I try to tap into the fear of regret. Okay. And I'll give you a, a simple example. I've always often said it on the podcast that getting up in the morning is the hardest thing for me to do. Okay. We had a long day the day before, um, maybe packing out animals the day before, um, then coming to camp and cooking and getting everything ready for the next day. You're going to bed midnight, probably one o'clock in the morning to get back up at four o'clock in the morning again, sore, tired, cold, um, and just that process of waking up and getting out of the tent, getting all dressed up and getting ready to go back out and start walking again. Just that it just so uphill for me. It's so difficult. Right. So that's when I reach out to my fear of regret. And it's like I've been waiting for this hunt for three hundred and fifty five days. <laughs> And uh, now that I am out here, I want to give it all. I want to maximize my opportunities. If I don't get out of this tent right now, of this sleeping bag, I will not have opportunities for sure. So how am I going to feel if I decide to stay in and I don't go out hunting today? I mean, am I going to feel regret for not giving it all for just those 10, seven hunting days 
that I have in the year? And the answer is always every time, yes, I will feel regret for not giving it all. So that gets me up. You know, that I'm just, okay, I got to get up. I, I can't, I cannot go back home and for some instance, not harvest an animal and then feel like, I wonder what would have happened if I would have gotten up that day and got out hunting. So the fear of regret is usually a good tool um, in my toolbox that I apply to actually uh, get myself to continue to grind and continue my journey. Um, in my personal experience with elk hunting in particular, um, I, I, like I said initially, I wanted to harvest an elk in public land with my boat. To me, that was like the ultimate goal. And then I went out the first year and it will... I wasn't able to harvest my elk that first year and it was heartbreaking. And so I realized the first year, the many aspects of my uh, learning hunting um, that I needed to improve and so many things that I lacked. So it was like, okay, well, I know that physically I was challenged. I know that uh, mentally, I was challenged. I know that I needed to practice, you know, more with my bow, understand my distances better. So it was a whole list of things that I realized, like, man, I need to get better at all of this, bef you know, if, if I want to increase my chances next year. And then the following year, I went ahead and tried again and was not able to harvest an animal the second year. And I said, okay, well, what have I improved upon and what do I need to continue to improve upon? What are the things that additional failure points that I identify this year are things that I need to learn? And at that point, it was like, wow, man, I need to learn how to call an elk. I need to learn how to use the diaphragm, you know, and, and I need to learn, you know, get more comfortable with my equipment. I need to, you know, get lighter with my equipment out on the mountains, but I still need to get in shape because I'm not in the shape that I need to be in order to, you know, be with Joe and the guys and the elk bros in the mountains. So, and it's like every year. It, it turned into a process of identifying what are the things that I needed to do better and how I needed to improve. So I had the goal in mind, but every year I realized new building blocks and, and had to start setting shorter term goals in order for me to, you know, continue to build upon that one goal that I wanted to achieve. Um, and look, if I would have harvested an elk and, and great for, for the people that that happens to, if I would have harvested an elk the very first year that I went out there, I would have been like, Hey man, this wasn't too bad. You know, this was all good. I did it right off the bat is, you know, maybe it wouldn't have woken up the passion that I have for it now, because now I understand the difficulties and, and the hardship of actually being able to do that. So 
it, it was interesting to see that maybe if I would have gotten it right off the bat, it just, I wouldn't appreciate it as much as I do now after it took me actually four years to harvest my first elk um, and understanding everything it took. And it's, it's funny because I've heard people say this before and I actually believe it to be true. You know, it's like, I believe nature and the mountain, um, they want you to um, earn it. Okay, so uh, you have to prepare for it. And I think the moment that, you know, you put all the effort and all the preparation and uh, it just it just opens up for you at that moment is like, well, that's the way I feel it. It's like, well, this guy has really put in the work. This guy has really, you know, been passionate about it. He's he's. You know, he's working hard at it. He deserves it now. So now it's his time to have it. And and that's the way I felt it was with me is like I needed to demonstrate to the mountain and to nature and to God that um, I I was I worked hard for it and, and I deserved it. And when I harvested my first animal, it was it was that it was appreciation. It was um, I felt very humble, very moved uh, very emotional and appreciative of, of the moment and, and thankful for, for the memories and for the meat and for the animal. And, and, and just, I took it all in and it was overwhelming. Um, so I, I feel, I feel that way. And, um, it, it, all these good things, the way I see it is that, um, the universe conspires to get you what you want as long as you deserve it and work for it and are disciplined about it, have the passion for it, um, put in the grind every day, day in and day out. Things are not easy in life. and uh, But I think that when the universe realizes that your intentions are good and true, um, all these things, all these doors start opening and, and things start accelerating in a positive way in your life. So that's kind of how my experience has been, um, at least in life and uh, especially with elk hunting that has also touched my personal life and uh, I believe it's made me a better human being. It's made me get in shape. Uh, it's made me, um, you know, look at life differently, uh, build incredible memories. And uh, uh, yeah, in general, I, it's helped me become a better person. So um, so glad to share all of this with you guys. In a nutshell, just set your goals. Uh, you know, imagine them out there, how you want it. What is it that you want to get to begin with the end in sight, understand what building blocks you need to get there. Um, start establishing short term goals. And sometimes with the short term goals, just make sure you just start, start at some point. Don't be a perfectionist about it. Like I am sometimes just simply just go ahead and get started and stumble along the way, but at least you're moving forward and 
in the direction of the goals that you have set. Um, remember to cook that vision in your head, you know, share it with people. Uh, the more you talk about it, the more you think about it, the clearer it looks in your mind and, uh, and find your passion Use your passion to help you get to your goal. And when you're struggling, think of, you know, regrets and, and fear those regrets because that will just give you an alternative of, okay, this is what would happen if you don't do this. Okay. And then, you know, continue on that journey. Take as much in as you possibly can. Become a better person. Good intentions lead to great things. And the universe is always trying to conspire um, for you. And, uh, and as long as you, you know, really put in all the effort and, uh, and, and try to prepare for things in a way that uh, the universe will continue to open doors for you. So thank you again, Guy. Appreciate the opportunity to, to share my thoughts on, on mindset performance and self-experience and how to apply all of this and put all of this together. Um, it's an honor. And uh, I really hope that um, some of this experiences and sharings helps all the other hunters out there and everybody out there um, uh, going forward. So have a blessed 2021 and uh, hopefully things are going to get better this year. And uh, I hope 2021 is an incredible year for elk hunting for all the uh, good hunters out there. Luis Gonzalez, true leader of the Venezuela Mafia, out. Out.